Welcome to the Real Estate Hustle Podcast. My name is Andre Chin, broker owner, real estate investor, mega agent, and real estate coach. We're going to be tackling all things real estate, bringing you guests from all across North America, mega agents, mega teams, and we're going to be diving deep into their businesses to figure out how they got to where they are and how they consistently bring that hustle into their business every single day. Buckle up, our podcast starts now. Hey everyone, Andre Chen with the Real Estate Hustle Podcast with another great episode. Today we've got a really special guest. We've got Emily Sherman's, one of the youngest, most successful realtors I've ever come across. Emily, welcome and thank you for being here. Thank you, Andre, for having me and thank you for doing this. Uh, I've been watching a few of the, the podcasts and it's great to get little tidbits out of all these realtors that you've been interviewing. Um, it's great uh, great to see and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'm able to... Uh, be on it and hopefully uh, give some uh, tidbits to other people. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And so Emily, tell us a bit about, you know, where you are in your business today. I know you've only been in the business for two years. You're going into your third year next year and, and your success is already so incredible, but tell us, tell everyone listening a bit about yourself. Yeah, for sure. So um, yeah, I am, I'm pretty young, um, but uh, driven and eager. I find that, uh, you can be as young as you want and you can be successful. Uh, and that's kind of my goal. I want to be able to retire early and not retire, retire from work, but be able to do exactly what I want to do and, and help other people achieve that as well. Uh, so yeah, I started uh, real estate in uh, February of 2018. It was kind of an interesting uh, way of why I went into real estate. I went into real estate because I saw uh, what my dad was kind of doing with buying farms. Uh, he was, I could see his wealth grow exponentially uh, over the years. Uh, and then when I was uh, 18, uh, 2015 there, I purchased my first investment. Uh, I bought it uh, in a small town. It was pretty cool. I just wrote a piece of paper and I wrote my offer and I, I gave it to the homeowner. And, and he's like, yeah, we'll accept the deal. And we went, went over to the lawyers. It's a little bit different now, um, but that was an exciting one. Uh, it was one that I actually had to completely gut and redo, and I've been renting it ever since. Um, and that was kind of the spark. Uh, then I went to university for business because I knew I needed to get some education before I venture off. I knew I wanted to always be an entrepreneur and be my own boss. That was the biggest thing. Then uh, I was working at Mercedes uh, part time in school, uh, just doing this the, at the front desk. And I asked my manager, if I quit university and become a sales rep, will you, will you hire me? And uh, it, this was the best piece of advice from him. And I'm so glad he said no. He said, no, finish school uh, because you need to do that. And he's like, after I will definitely hire you on. Uh, just after that, I quit university, went down to, I wish did Conestoga College instead, because uh, instead of doing four years, I could finish in two years. And at the same time, I went to get my real estate license. Uh, it was the best thing for me. I loved Conestoga College. Uh, it was great. I learned so much uh, from the, the, my teachers and I'm still in contact with some of them. And, uh, and I got my license and then February, 2018, I, I started. And uh, ever since then, I, it's been it's been amazing always learning always growing and always trying to become a better person and a better agent uh one of my big whys and my big goals is to help other people um grow wealth and i can see that real estate is one of the ones that's one of the safest and one of the ones that you can actually 
become wealthy and it's it's simple it's not easy but it's 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 simple um and you can talk to anyone if there's you can do it a lot of people say no you can't but you can there's there's always a way you just need to to start talking and, and have the hustle and, and do it well and emily thank you for sharing that's that's so incredible so let me see if i got this right you got your first investment in 2015 and yeah. you said you were you were 18 yeah i just turned turned 18 yeah yeah God, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go get a rental property <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it was interesting because like at that i was like i had a bunch of cash because i had started a business with a um, a friend of mine where we bought and sold dirt bikes and atvs off kijiji we made so much money in one summer that i was like well what's the next biggest purchase Wow. Yeah, and a great opportunity came up in, in my town of, of Floridale. So I yeah, just just jumped on it. It was definitely I, interesting. I, I listen to that and, and I mean, you know, I don't know very many people that that starting a business in their teenage years so they can buy a, a property. Like that's that's absolutely incredible. And I've never heard that story before. So thank you for yeah. sharing that. That's, yeah, that's incredible. That's how that's how I, I bought it. Yeah, it was uh Oh, I mean, I bought the house for 167000 so it was a lot cheaper. Um, but then what I ended up doing was uh, spending about 150000 into it. So I've just over 300000 into it. The house is now worth uh, probably around six to 700000 Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, it's funny because a lot of realtors don't even own their own, their own house. And, and yeah. here you are at 18, hustling, doing new things, <laughs> selling dirt bikes of everything else, and, and making enough money that you can rent a place, buy a place. And, and that's, wow, that's incredible. So we talk about productivity and, and sort of that hustle that you're at. You're doing some incredible things this year. Where's your sort of production level at? How much, how much have you sold? What's your volume? What's your GCI? Yeah, for sure. So uh, this year uh, for 2020, um, it was actually, it's a great, it was a great year for me. Uh, COVID actually was a great thing. I had a lot of, I was very busy. It, it seemed that there was other people that were sleeping and then everyone came to me type thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so my GCI right now is about uh, 360,000 for the year. Uh, I already have, uh, I believe four uh, transactions already for 2021 uh, and I'm at 35 units. So I've sold 35 uh, homes, uh, about, I'm at 60-40% right now. 60% is buys, 40% are lists. However, I would like to, to kind of reverse that and do it the other way around because, I mean, I, I love my buyers, um, but I also love the listings. It's a, it's a, it's a hustle for sure. Uh, it's a lot, it's busy. And as you know, it's a seller's market here. So um, I love, love the listings and being able to work with multiple agents at a time. So are those, are those people calling you or, or how are you finding 35, 35 people to do business with? But, and, and I don't mean to use the age thing, but, but I am going to a little bit, right? I mean, I'm sure yeah. that 35 of your friends at, at the age group that you're in aren't buying houses right now. So how are you finding all your business? Yeah, so that's actually interesting. So a lot of people and I speak to them and they say, well, you're young. Everyone your age is buying a house right now. It's so actually only four people that I've actually known that are kind of around my age through, through growing up have bought in this year. So it leaves me with 31 transactions that still have to be accounted for. Um, I wish it was as easy as let's just have the phone here and wait for them to call. It's the odd one, you will get that, but you can't grow a business off that because you're, you're not certain what's going to come. So a lot of my businesses actually come through, um, actually now starting through social media and through investing. So I have done a lot of, uh, 
social media and Instagram through just the process of my investment properties. So I'm gaining a lot of traction with other investors because they're seeing what I'm doing and I'm just open about it. So I'm giving out the numbers. I'm saying, hey, this is what we bought it for. This is what we put in. This is going to be our cash flow. And I think that that's really important is being out there, being open and people are just able to come to me now with, uh, with questions about investing. And maybe it's not today or tomorrow, but maybe it's in a year from now. Um, I'm happy to answer any, anyone's those questions. So that was a big one for me uh, is the investor side. And then uh, other one uh, was from uh, open houses uh, before COVID because uh, some of those take some time to, before they get generated and uh, door knocking. So what I like to do is door knock my uh, listings. I do just sold and, uh, sorry, just listed and just sold. Uh, and I've gotten uh, quite a few now have transacted just through that, just through following up. And I know that I'm one that I can definitely increase my follow-up. I've uh, definitely slacked in some areas, especially when you get busy, when you have listing after listing after listing, it takes a lot of your time and you forget to, to do some of that. So people, uh, some people fall through the cracks. Uh, which isn't good. So if you build a better database system where a lot of it is just automatic and, and things like that, then you can, you're able to keep up with the follow-up and also keep up with all the listings and making sure you're doing everything on that side. Um, yeah. And it sounds like your primary, your primary though is, is, is that niche market of investors. Do you get most yeah. of your focus there? Yeah. And then, and then a lot uh, lately, I, I think about, I'm going to say 10 to 15 of them actually we're just through referrals now too getting a lot of referrals uh, through uh, past clients and, and sometimes not even past clients. They've just, they know me through the social media and they, they know me and they know I'm a hustler. So they, they, they go and chat with me and, and we, we connect. So that was a big thing. And I think asking for the referrals is a big one for every realtor because I've had where other clients are like, Oh, you're so busy. Like we just, we just didn't want to keep make you more busy. So they don't know, right? Like that's uh, something that we have to all do is ask for the referral for sure. And I love that you said that, right? I mean, it's like, we're almost afraid to do it and, and <laughs> we work with these people and then we don't say, Hey, who else do you know that I can help? And they think, well, you know, you're too busy. You're doing 35 yeah. deals a year. You don't have yeah. time to help my cousin or my sister or my brother. <laughs> yeah. we'll let them go work with somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely um, interesting how your clients and then it's not their fault at all right they like they see what you're doing and they think you're super busy and that you don't need the the deal so you just have to always ask for it so they know that they can come to you and and um uh, get their friends and their family or the people they go to work with uh to to use you one of my favorite lines around that was always you know hey in a weak moment i wouldn't want someone to pick a weak agent so can i count on you to refer me right and yeah. um, people would always laugh and and you know we'd have a chuckle out of it but then they'd always think about about sending over those referrals but you're, yeah. you're creating wealth for people and i think when you focus on things like making others wealthy it seems as though obviously it's going to help you become wealthy as well yeah. you know, where are you finding your investors are they mostly coming from those social media posts where you're, you're explaining your strategies yeah, social media. And then also sometimes I go on um, listing appointments or just appointments. And, and like I've told some sellers already this year, I could have had a listing, but I was like, but have you thought of keeping this? You've still built so much equity in this home. It's a perfect little rental property. And, and they've ended up keeping it. And I've just, uh, I just got a long-term client because I just helped them build their wealth and, uh, and they trust me right? Sometimes selling isn't the way to go, right? Or maybe it's not selling right now. 
um, and uh, just other think through other investors. So I have one investor client just uh, transacted twice now in one month, and then they referred me to another one, and it's just kind of like a snowball effect, right? Because a lot of people are excited when they buy their first investment property. They're like, they tell everyone, they tell the people at work, their friends, their family, and I can almost guarantee you, almost every, like a lot of people think, yes, like I've thought about real estate investing. It's just something that everyone thinks of because they see how much like a lot of people have done it and have built wealth. Um, they're like, oh, let's do it. But they never do that next action. So when they see their friend or the family doing it, then they might take the next step and, and contact me or contact someone to help right. invest. Yeah. Well, and, and so, you know, I love that you said that, Emily, because <laughs> how many of us are giving away business, right? Like you're, you're, work, yeah. you're consulting with them. So you're not coming yeah. in as a salesperson looking to sell every single time. You're yeah. actually putting the client first. It's a very, very good approach. Well, I, I think that like, I, I don't think I would feel very good uh, with myself. But I knew I was selling a home that I didn't even mention. Because some will say, no, uh, I'm not going to be a good landlord. I never will be. And it's not for everyone. Don't get me wrong. It's not for everyone. But if you put the idea and, and they maybe go through it with the bank and see, hey, I can take up to 80% out of my home currently, still buy my next dream home and keep this one. Um, you're going to be a thousand steps ahead if you, if you do this. Um, so that's another one. And another answer or question I always kind of ask is, um, and I think I got this actually from you from the business planning too. It's kind of very similar is, asking them what their goals are for when they retire. If you ask them, I want to buy a place in Costa Rica, or I want to be 45 and not have to go to work every single day. day. And, and you can figure out what, what they want. And, and maybe you can say, well, can, can I help you with that? Can I maybe make it five years sooner? Right? Uh, I have something that I can help you with. And, that, and that's real estate investing. And when you go from, like you say, contribution, and helping people and making sure that you're looking at their best interests, for example, like the investing, they're going to, they're going to use you, they're going to trust you and, and they're going to come to you every time for advice. Um, and, and as myself, as an investor, they see what I'm doing and I tell them the numbers, this is what I've done. This is what my real estate, um, you like buildings, properties are worth. You're helping them, you're helping them retire. You're helping them, you know, create financial freedom. You're helping yeah. them change their life. You're helping them build wealth. I mean, why wouldn't they want to come back? Yeah, exactly, I mean, exactly. You'd have to really, really sort of screw that up in order to not keep clients for life once, once you've done that, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's fun. It's fun helping them buy an investment property. It's fun helping them look at the numbers and, and seeing, oh, okay, if I do this, like, in five years when I want to retire or in 10 years when I want to retire, this home's going to be worth X potentially, but my income is my rental income is this. I can live off just a rental income or I can sell the property in 10 years, take out the cash that I just made and, and have a great vacation. When I, I love hearing, you know, I always hear agents say, you know, real estate's not fun, right? Lead gen's not fun. Of course it's not fun. No one wants to pick up the phone for three hours a day every yeah. single day. Right. But what's fun is, is what you're doing, right? When you're sitting, seeing that smile on their face or when you're helping them get that first investment or when they're sending you referrals, that's, that's where the fun sort of kicks in. But you, I mean, you're also not, are you only helping people? You're also an investor yourself, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell me about that. Like, what is that portfolio worth? I heard you mention that a few minutes ago. How much, where are you at today? 
Yeah, so we have 10 doors. Um, so 10, uh, 10 rentals, uh, with a total of five properties. So we have one condo, a house, two duplexes, and then we just purchased a fourplex. Um, so in all those, like I've got like 1.5 million in mortgages right now on those investment properties, but the net or like what those are worth are to sell today is at least 3 million. Um, so, and that's just over a few years. Like, like I said, I did buy the first one in 2015, but about the last four and, uh, and about the last five or the last four, sorry, in the last two years. So you can, you can build up your momentum. You can connect with people. I've done these ones solely by myself and, and with my partner Brody. Right. Um, but joint venture. Uh, I have a client right now. They teamed up. They're gonna buy. They're hoping to buy like a duplex or something they convert into a duplex. Just two friends that have known each other for a very long time, and and they're gonna buy a place together. So there's always a way to do it. Uh, maybe it's getting a family involved or doing a, a getting a more of a higher interest loan or a, a, a private loan. Um, there's definitely ways uh, to make sure that you can, you're able to do it. Um, there's there's countless ways. So so in five years your net worth is over three million. Is that right? Yeah yeah close to yeah. And and then you're still hustling every single day and doing three hundred and fifty three hundred and sixty k in GCI. Yeah. Where are we gonna see you next? Like what what's that gonna look like? What's the plan for next year? Yeah so my plan. Um, my plan initially was 500,000 in GCI, 50 units. Um, but I know that if I do 50 units, I'm going to do be well over the 500 GCI. Um, and we've kind of like with yourself and the business planning, we've kind of gone down to the nitty gritty on how am I going to get there? Cause you said like real estate, it's, uh, it's simple, but it's just not easy. Right. So I've broken it down, um, with like conversion rates. I need to go on 85 appointments. Uh, 85 appointments. I'm going to let's say if I only work 40 weeks, uh, that's two appointments a week. I need to go on in order to get 200, two appointments a week. Um, that's 200 contacts to get 200 contacts. It's about 10 hours of lead gen a week that I need to do. Uh, so that's kind of the breaking it down and how I'm going to get there. Once I do get there, I know it's going to be great. And I'm also looking to hire them in and then also potentially showing agent, uh, for 2021. I love that you, I love that you have so much clarity around it. And you're right. We, we, we picked through some of this in business planning, but I mean, you spent the time and kind of really, really nailed it. My favorite part about when I hear this is if I do 10 hours of lead gen a week, I make over half a million dollars next year. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's awesome. what, once I start like the big thing with like the every eye is like leverage, use leverage. Um, if I focus on that and then focus on the listings, the buyers will come as well but the admin can do all the other backend stuff, uh, for example, social media and, 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 and things like that. So if I can do that, then I can focus more on my clients, have more time to do that, and then also have more time to help more clients, which I think is a great thing, because like you mentioned, we don't want someone to have a weak agent. There's lots of agents out there, um, and for, for all I know, I am the best realtor, so uh, come to me. <laughs> believe that, right? Like, and that's, that's kind of part of the problem is you believe you're the best realtor to help them. So you're going to give that back to your clients. Yeah. But you know, a lot of people will say, I don't want to build a team. Yeah. And, and I know we've even had that conversation at times. Right. And you know, now you're saying admin and, and buyer agent and possible showing agent and stuff like that. Yeah. So you're leaning into the leverage side of stuff. So what are you going to do with all that extra time? What am I going to do? Oh, okay. What I'm going to do is, uh, 
probably start, uh, focus a lot more investing in, in real estate in itself, build my portfolio, because I love to do that um, and, and focus on that. And then also whenever COVID's done, travel. Um, I love to travel and spend time doing that. So being able to maybe take off three months of the year would be an absolute pleasure. And, uh, and then also helping, helping others. So I love to mentor and help other agents and also help people trying to get to investing in real estate. Um, you see some people like uh, Dylan there, he, he's built a massive empire, right? Like there's always ways you can do it. You just have to have your goals in place and, and, and set them high. I don't think I've set my goals high enough, but I also, I also know kind of what I want to do and, and go from there. Cause I know that, uh, I have kind of a little bit of issue where I love real estate too much. So I live it, I breathe it, I work in it, I do everything. So sometimes I have to make sure to step back. And even with you, I, we, we chatted that Sundays are my days off cause I need that. I need that. Or my family needs it. My friends need it. I need it to just recoup. So the next but week. And you earned it, right? You earned it. Right? Yeah. Every, every yeah. week you're putting in your 10 hours of lead gen, you're selling multiple houses, you're doing what you needed to. So you, you got to kind of remember to take some time back for yourself. And, and as realtors, we don't always get that. No. People think we're on all day and all night and everything else. And, and what's different is something you said earlier where you said, I'm building a business. Well, yeah. I don't know the last time I was able to walk into a Starbucks at, you know, 11 at night and say, Hey, I want to, I want a latte. They're going to laugh me out of the store. Actually, they're, they're going to be closed because I'm going to focus yeah. on their hours. And yeah. really what you're doing is, is you're just kind of setting and defining your hours. Yeah. I got to say three months off every single year just to travel. I love that. I love yeah. that. How are you going to do that? What do you, what do you need to see in order to make that happen? And so that's the big reason why I have, cause originally I kind of was like about the whole team. I don't know if I feel like, um, that's kind of the route I want to go, but my route is kind of changing and it's always uh, evolving because I, I, I want to travel or maybe I want to take six months off of actually focusing on real estate and focusing on something else. Um, that's 99.99% of the time probably going to be um, related to real estate, but I want to have that ability to, and that's when you have a team because I don't want to let my clients down. I don't want to let um, uh, potential clients down. I wanted them to still have the full service. And so that's how you can do it with leverage, building a team and going from there. And that's, that's also how you can grow your business and, and do more, more transactions without burning out. Right. I don't want to burn out. <laughs> And you're creating, you're doing that other part of that big why where you're creating those opportunities for others, right? I mean, if you've got an agent, we know the average real estate agent does less than seven deals a year. It's just it's yeah. mind blowing. I think that number with COVID is actually down. I, I, and this is not facts. So for anyone listening, don't call me and text me and tell me. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I, I believe what I'm hearing right now is we're seeing that number come down to about five, five transactions a year is the average. Yeah. And so someone in an organization like the one you're building, where you're doing 50 plus ends, you got to imagine that they're going to see over 20 transactions to be in your organization. And you've effectively changed someone's world. They've gone from doing five deals a year, making less than 50,000 once the government gets their hands in there to yeah. now making, making six figures. We never talk about taxes, right? There's I know, right? It's just like a numbers. thing in the closet that you don't talk about. Yeah. That takes up, it takes all your money. 
Well, and it's just reality. I mean, they gave us the prec. It's okay. It's not a. It's not a very great system for yeah. leveraging unless you you know unless you're doing stuff with that money. But you can get creative there. But most realtors are starving. They're making less than fifty thousand dollars a year, and you're creating opportunity for them. Yeah. And in creating that, you're also creating time for yourself. I heard yeah. something you said earlier, and I've been meaning to come back to this. You mentioned, I want to retire soon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I that's a, I wish there was a different word. I, I, maybe there is, but I I like to. I'm a go getter. I'm driven, and I just I want to have the time to be able to do and help others if I need to or want to. Um, but by the time I'm 30, I hope to have like full control of my whole schedule and what what I want to do all the time. Because like you said, there's stuff that in this business that you have to do that sucks but that's just how it is. 99% of the stuff is fun and it's awesome. Um, but you always have that nitty gritty stuff that no realtor really likes. So that's kind of the big thing is I want to be able to do what I want to do and um, get up and, and do everything uh, when it comes to like real estate investing or maybe even helping and coaching other uh, realtors or helping investors and, and coaching other investors um, on how to help others and, and build that wealth. Because I think that that's the big thing that we need to teach a lot of people uh and and especially with how like our economy is going here and go in other places but here in Waterloo region it's it's going well it's going great uh, we've got high rents we've got still in relative cheap home prices like you can still make um some money and so it's, it's just quite a safe investment so that's kind of the what i mean by retire i i don't mean like i'm going to be sitting on the beach 365 days a year which i would love but um, maybe it's six months traveling the world and, and six months here helping out others. That's cool. That's, that's so incredible. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know, guys, if you're listening to this right now, like talk about thinking bigger. By the time I'm 30, what, what is that, I'm Seven years? To, seven years. To seven more years. So in seven years, I'm going to sit on a beach for six months of the year. while. I, what are you going to be earning? Let, let's go there. What are you going to yeah. make? So, um, with my rental properties, um, I, I'm hoping to be, um, around the 50 K just a month, just income coming in. So I'm still making a lot of money. And then also my investment properties, I've just grown wealthy, like grown, um, in uh, appreciation. And then my real estate, uh, that is kind of a little bit in the air. Cause I don't know how big I want to grow my team and, and how I want to do that. Um, but it's going to, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be mega for sure. You have the team name picked out yet? Not yet. So if anyone has ideas, <laughs> I, I can't do my last name. It's too long. No one, no one ever knows how to spell it. Uh, so that's not going to be, I love, I love having something that's um, more team um, oriented. So not having just like a last name, that's just my personal preference. I like, like, for example, you guys have compass. It's everyone's involved. It's not like you're branding just Andre. You're everyone can, um, can advertise the, the brand and, and grow with the brand. We're, we're, and we're seeing teams go in that direction, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, old traditional real estate, it was like, you know, the guy and the guy's yeah. on the sign and on the bus and on the bench and, and it's, it's the guy. But yeah. that doesn't give you any leverage, right? If your name's yeah. always there, you're always on. You can't yeah. go for six months if you're the guy on the bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want the guy on the bus, not this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right? Exactly. Exactly. So. Where it's going a different direction gives you that flexibility where you can sort of say, Hey, if it's not Emily and somebody else shows up, they, they don't know that that person's not the, the team leader. They have no idea. 
they have no idea. And I think that's great because I think um, building a team, it's, I, I, I hope, or when I grow my team, it's going to be, everyone's kind of going to be there equal. And I, I hope that everyone makes around the same, like all together. I don't want to have like, I'm making this and then all people are down here. I don't think that that's fair. And that's not going to, that's not going to give incentives to those people to stay on the team or, or do better. Right. We can all grow together and all make a lot of money so we can all buy a lot of investment properties and then help other people. It's just going to be a big thing. That's going to, it's going to be a ripple effect, right? Because if I can help and teach other realtors the same thing I'm doing, we're going to, in the end, help the community out um, and build, build wealth for future generations. So you're looking at your team even, even that's a little bit different, right? Like you're not looking at a team to just go sell three, three, 400 houses. You're looking at a team for how I can change the realtors in my, in my world's lives yeah. by, by investing in real estate. Wow. Yeah. So I'll be very like, I'm going to be very picky with, uh, with who's going to be on my team. And I guess, and they also have to deal with me. I'm not <laughs> ask Brody. I'm not the easiest person to deal with. I'm a, I'm a high D. So uh, they're going to want to want to have to, or want to want to work with me too. So I think that's important. Is, you say is, ask Brody. Did, did I just hear it? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, um, oh, for anyone who knows, Brody is, Brody's my partner. So he lives with me and obviously he, he sees my need 24 seven. So he knows that sometimes it can be difficult. You know, it's, yeah. it's funny you say that because that's not the first time I've heard you say that like we've joked around before and you're like just ask Brody he'll tell you <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but so. you're so transparent to who you are and I love that right like you, yeah. you know you're not making apologies for it like I'm a high D I'm gonna be driven I'm gonna be passionate mm -hmm. and you're gonna have to put up with me if you want to be in my world yeah but I'm gonna make you wealthy I'm gonna teach you how to invest like it's yeah. a pretty good trade-off yeah exactly that's what I think and I'm, I'm a pretty cool person I think I think, I'm a, I think I'm a hoot. <laughs> toot, that, toot that horn. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's yeah. awesome. I would agree. I would agree. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna give to give you a shout out there as well. Emily is cool. You want to hang out with her. You want to talk to her. For anyone yeah. listening, reach out to yeah. her. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, when you look at this plan, you know, 50K a month by the time you're, you're 30, and then you want to do that with the people around you as well. I hear realtors all the time. And I mentioned it earlier. Most realtors don't even own the home they're living in. You know, there, there's a lot of realtors still renting. There's a lot of realtors not getting there. How can a realtor sort of do what you're doing? I mean, you're, you're 23, you're investing, you're 3 million plus in, in net worth. And I heard you say you're not always doing it with your money. So what are some of those strategies? Yeah. So, um, so are you talking like the investing side more or the real estate? Yeah. yeah on the investment yeah. side. Yeah. So, I have this bug in my ear from when I listen to Jeff Reitzel's um, once a month, he does this uh, millionaire or like a millionaire real estate investor, I think, or what's it called? I can't remember what it's called, but we went there and he said, there's always a way you can make it work. And it's how driven and how determined you are to make it work and, is it what, and you will achieve it. So there's ways. So for example, the first, like the, the ones that we have purchased, we've just put the 20% down, done it. And then now like we did one re we did one refinancing but for the next ones, we're going to do a few refinancing, but then also now going to start maybe potentially looking into JV. So joint venturing um, with like-minded people, because that's how we can together build more wealth and do it because by yourself you can there's going to be a cap with how many you can do right and it's going to be slow but if you have a few of you 
that are, have the same goals, you can build it up that much faster. And you also have the leverage in the people, right? Everyone has different contacts. Everyone has different abilities um, and, and, and different financial um, abilities. So when you can do that, and that might be something for 2021 and 2022, then we look forward that we might still, Brody and I might be looking elsewhere and trying to find how we can grow even more and also how we can grow with other people. Um, because that's a big thing, and that's kind of how you get to the hundred years. The next next level, right? Owning owning five unit ten doors is great, and it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be busy. But how do you get to the next step? You've got to kind of you got to break through the ceiling and 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 go to the next steps. Well, in most banks, I, I think it's around that five five unit mark that yeah. they say to you, "We don't want to fund you anymore," right? Exactly. Exactly. So. I mean, I have a great guy that's like, oh, no, we get you a few more, don't worry. Um, but I'm not banking on that yet. Uh, I'm just going to keep going. I always tell them, hey, I found a good deal. Like, can I get, well, will you approve me for 5000 or will you approve me for seven? Not, not only is Emily cool, Emily's got a guy. <laughs> I got a guy, right? And he was actually, so our first one Brody and I bought together was uh, a duplex. It was going to be a duplex conversion. Uh, it was an exclusive listing. It was actually a realtor in, in, in our, our brokerage. Uh, this was in um, 2018. Right. And it was, we had gotten the, uh, we bought the house and we just did it. We didn't have anything really organized. We found this place. We've been looking a little bit, but this was the perfect opportunity for us. It's a great price. I needed lots of work. We loved location. It was like, okay, we're, we're just going to do it. Didn't have our financing organized. And uh, I hadn't been, I had just started real estate and Brody had just started his company. So we were two self-employed people. We had the 20%, we had over 20% down, like no problem. But there was the fact that like, I was new, Brody was new and we couldn't, they're like, you're self-employed and you just started this year. Like, are you kidding me? Right? So we had talked to, oh my goodness, 10 mortgage brokers, agent, like everything. And we got these like, we had a backup plan for this private lending, which was a horrible deal. It was like three months interest payments only. And it was, it would have been like 10 grand a month in interest, but we're like, whatever. It was a good, like we had to like, we're getting this property. And then the day before the lawyer, we had to tell the lawyer who we're using. Um, Brody's mom heard on the radio, this guy named Dan, Dan Simpson. And he's like, you guys should call this guy. So we call him. He gets a, a mortgage uh, with RBC 3.5% or 3.6%. Boom. We were super happy. This was the day before, like, it was just like a week before closing. So it was stressful, but we got it done. So get it, get yeah. it done, Dan. That should be his slogan. I, I, I know, right? Yeah. So he has been uh, my mortgage broker since because, I mean, I just tell him, hey, with this, I could probably shop around and get better rates. But to me, he does his job. He does it really well. And I can't complain about that. So I, I, I trust him. So he gets my business. So, so how are you? I mean, you always hear, you know, it's hard for realtors to buy stuff, right? You need two years of history. And it, it's not. It's, no, it's not. That's just a drunk, that's a drunk monkey on your shoulder saying you can't. You just need to talk, just talk. And, and I learned this actually from Jeff Reitzel is like, tell people you are a real estate investor because you never know who you're going to meet. Maybe you're going to meet another fellow investor, or maybe you're going to meet someone that can lend you money, or maybe you're going to meet someone that wants to sell their house that you can buy off market, right? Like always tell people, yes, I'm a real estate investor. I will buy your house if you want to sell, or I will partner with you if this is a good partnership. 
So always tell it. And yes, you can do it. So, so letting everybody know that you're an investor all the time. I, I, and if I'm not mistaken, I, you know, we've got Jeff coming up eventually on the show as well. He is booked, but I think he, he also lucked out and kind of found that, that whale. Have you found yours yet? That, that big investor that just wants to keep buying properties with you? Uh, I have, I have a few that are starting. So I had one, I actually met them. This is an interesting story too. Um, they're going to be, they're, they're awesome people. We're actually now great friends. I met them off Kijiji. Um, I bought their outdoor sectional from them. I love Kijiji. I bought their outdoor sec sectional and was talking to this lady for like an hour, just chatting about life. They had their house for sale at the time. And we were just talking and I was like, Oh, I'm just blah, blah. And they're like, Oh yeah. Like we had investment properties nightmare tenants we had cockroaches like it was just disgusting we'll never kind of invest and and whatnot and we just like we clicked and so we started talking and chatting and then we we kind of hung out and they just bought two investment properties two months ago and they're not stopping um they are they they kind of have a different mindset now and i'm helping them able to uh kind of when the time comes find the tenants they assume some tenants on a duplex and um, now they're doing a duplex conversion at the moment, so they're they're building their wealth and they're they're uh, they're gonna they're gonna be wealthy through investing in real estate and they see it. When you, you change their world, right? They didn't want to go back there, and you gave them. Yeah, a and back. now they're the eager beavers. I love it because whenever I see them, we're talking about real estate. Uh, they are they are such go getters as well. Uh, driven, driven, driven. I'm actually the. Um, the one, the, her name is Sabrina. I wanted her to get into real estate. She'd be perfect. She's got the amazing personality and the drive as well. And, and so, uh, when you never, it's funny, I'm cause you never know, you never know who's going to be an investor or who's going to show up no. and be successful in real estate. You don't even really remember our first meeting. I tell you about it all the time. I, I, I only met, I met you. I was a house. I don't know what house it was. It was you. I've never met you. Yeah. It was at a showing. Was that yeah. a showing? Yeah, you were the agent showing before me. I was showing right after you. This was this was a few years ago, and I still remember coming back and and team leader at the time saying to them, "You want to reach out to this girl because she's gonna be something special." And I don't even know what it was at that time. <laughs> I, did, I had no idea who you were, your age, none of that stuff. Like find yeah. it out all after, but you knew your shit. <laughs> you did. Like I'm listening to you talk, and I'm like. Clearly, you're new. Like, I've been doing this at the time, you know, <laughs> years. never met you before. I'm like, she's got to be new. Got to be new on the scene. I kind of yeah. looked you up and it was like, I think you were like your second month in. Yeah. You knew what you were talking about. And as, as you were talking to that client, I think it, we were both looking at it as a duplex opportunity. And you were advising your client on what they could do with the property and what they couldn't do. And I remember sitting there just listening, going, can't do that, can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> if I recall, I think you stole my business card too there. I did steal your business card and I took yeah. it in and I, I, I gave it to the team leader and said like someone needs to talk to Emily like she's gotta she's gotta be with KW she's a big thinker she's thinking the way we want to think and here we are you know two years later and you're in the yeah. you know you're in the top one to two percent of all realtors in Canada at your production level which is incredible so congratulations on that thank and thank you know for everyone listening like stop making those assumptions right get that drunk monkey off your shoulder if you want to have a really successful career, do the hard work and then look at your alternatives, right? Investing yeah. and all the things that you can do. And I, I love it. This has been such well, a true. It's, it's so like, like I broke it down. It's two appointments a week. So 10 hours of lead generation a week. So whether that's face, doing Facebook ads and connecting with those people, talking to your database, 
Because there's always like, if you have a database, so for me, if I had 2,800 people in my database, um, right now I would get my 85 appointments for the year for 21, 2021, which would give me the half a million in GCI. So you break it down and, and maybe your numbers and your conversions are a little bit different, but this is like simple math. It's, it's, you break it down. You like, if you haven't read this book yet, read this. Um, it's awesome. It's, it's simple. It's, it's, uh, it's just not easy. You just have to put the work in and, and once you get the ball and the momentum rolling, it, it becomes a lot easier and it's, it's exciting. Like, I, I did my, like, when I did my first, like, lead from door knocking, because I just kept up with them, it was like, wow, this actually works, right? <laughs> a lot of people, I think, give up, right? Because it's not something that you're going to get the return like that. It might be a year from now, or it might be six months, or you might get lucky, and it's like a deal that happens in a month. You don't know who you're going to knock on, door knock on. Um, same with Facebook leads. That's a big one that I'm going to be working on in 2021 um is the um, you say that I, I don't mean to stop you but i was talking to a brand new agent the other day and, and she's gonna be a rock star she's gonna be on this show someday as well and she, she's brand new in a different city and she she said to some agents in her company you know this area i think i should go door knock now she used to be a recruiter she used to do a, a ton of other stuff and she thought you know i'm not scared of people i'm just gonna go find the people and everyone in her company said don't you dare knock on a door and it had nothing to do with the pandemic. It had nothing to do with any of that stuff. It literally just had to do with their fear and telling her it doesn't work. And so she kind of called me and said, am I wrong here? And I'm like, no, you're completely right. They're yeah. all wrong. Get to the doors ASAP. And she's going to actually take a lot of their business because none of them are calling and following yeah. up or even have a database. It's incredible. That's the big thing is like, I just do my just listed and just sold. Like you're going to get that person that's pissed off that you just knocked on their door and, and maybe disturbed their nap or their dinner or just, I don't know, they're just grumpy that day. Don't know what there is going on. But 99% of the time, you're, when I do my just listen, I'm giving them contribution. I like, it's, it's, a, it's a value, it's a value add. It's something that they're gonna wanna know. Like, I love knowing um, what my house, my neighbor's house sold for. And I even invite them to the open house because I want them to be there because that's another point of contact with them. They'll see what I'm doing, but it's also great for my sellers because now my open house, maybe instead of having 10 people has 30 and people are like, wow, this house is popular. I need this house. I want this house. I need to offer the most I, I need uh, to get this house, the most I need. So it's a win, win, win. Um, and then when you meet them finally for the just sold, you met them three times. They're, you can be like, hey, what's going on, Andre? Yeah. Like, it, you're like friends now. Yeah. So you can have that in-depth conversation. And, and maybe it's not like they're going to sell because they just moved. Or they're, not, they're like, no, we're staying here put for 20 years. Like, we're not moving. They're like, okay, great. You've owned your house for three years. Market has gone up 20 30%, depending on where you are and what you have. Have you ever thought about taking some money out, refinancing, and buying an investment property? Right? Is that something you'd be interested in? Wow. Never know. Love it. So that's always uh, something that's interest uh, is kind of been working. And when you finally get that one that's closed after like a year of like going on after, right? It's 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 a great relief. And I, I definitely I'm keeping those clients. I took them from some other agent. They said, Hey, just to let you know, we do have an agent, but you followed up with us. We're gonna use you. Yeah. you Money's in the problem. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. 
So. Well, guys, Emily, how do we get a hold of you, right? I mean, we got a lot of people listening. They're going to wonder, you know, reach out via text. Yeah. What's the best way for, for people to find you and to contact you? Yeah, for sure. You can look me up on social media, um, Instagram. So just my name, Emily, and then Sherman's. Uh, other thing, I, my phone number, it's 226-989-2967. Feel free to text me or call me. Happy to t- chat with you. Uh, even if you're a new agent, seasoned agent, I love talking about real estate. Uh, once this pandemic is over or when we're out of the red zone, love to go for coffee with you. Um, because I always like to learn from other agents. Everyone can offer something um, and, and, and helping out others and becoming a better agent, becoming a better person and, and becoming um, maybe an investor for the first time or buying the first house. If I could be a part of that, I would, I would love it. I would love that. Um, awesome. So reach, con- contact me. Don't feel nervous. Don't feel scared. I am a hoot. I'm a great person. And I don't mind intimidating. <laughs> That's awesome. Guys, reach out to Emily. Like, she's cool. She's got people. She's on social media. She's, she's a great person. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart, Emily. You, you are a great person. Guys, you want to get to know Emily and, and learn more about investing. This is one of the people to do it with. Thank you so much, Emily. This has been the Real Estate Hustle Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook. We're on all social media outlets. My name is Andre Chen, and today we had Emily Sherman. So thanks, Emily. Thank you. Thank you for having me.